Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game, the podcast where I, your host, Connor McCabe, bring on a guest to hear from them about a meaningful or memorable video game from a particular moment in their life. On the show, we talk to our guests as much about what made playing that game special or memorable as we will get into the context of how and when they had this moment with it in the first place and whatever surrounded that for them. A little bit of housekeeping up top uh, is that if you like the show and you want to talk to other people who are also fans of Call Me By Your Game and all the other podcasts that we have going here on the network, uh, you can join our Discord. I have a link in the show notes, whether you're watching this on YouTube or listening in a podcast app, um, you can find that there. Uh, If you're watching on Twitch right now, I actually don't have a link for that ready on Twitch, but if you go and look at our podcast, you'll be able to find that there. Um, That's a great place where you can talk... Not only about uh, what you like about the Call Me By Your Game podcast, uh, but all the shows on our network. If you're a patron uh, of ours at patreon.com slash supernpcradio, where we was, that's where all of our bonus video game podcasts live, including our current Mass Effect Games Club that we're doing every Friday. Uh, there's special channels for you in there. Uh, and so, yeah, check out our Discord if you'd like. And also, check us out on YouTube if you're listening to the audio version only. Uh, you can find us. Uh, there's a link in the notes as well. And if you're watching on YouTube and you want to listen to the audio version, you're like, I'm tired of seeing Connor's face. I've had enough. I, I refuse to do this anymore. Then there's a link to a couple places where you can listen to the podcast in the audio feed only. Uh, but that'll do it for... The housekeeping for this episode and i'll finally introduce our guest for today's podcast please welcome to the microphone writer actor and comedian joe fahey oh hello thank you for uh having me i just i literally <laughs> right as you were saying that i i got a notification from google being like your verification code is this and i'm like Someone's trying to hack into my email right <laughs> as we're talking, right, now. right as we speak. So, Well, um, Joe, I want you to know as buttoned up and as professional as we are here, if you need to take some time to just quickly log in somewhere and protect yourself, green light, pal. I, You know what? I'm just not going to um, – I, I just won't give that verification code to anyone. That's yeah. all I'll do. I'll just keep it to myself. Yes, don't myself. say it out loud, especially if whoever is trying to log in is watching this Twitch stream right now. Uh, you which... brought me on to set up a heist to heist my email, didn't you? you yes, this distracted was, this, me. This was a long con, and I almost got it past you. But you're just too clever. <laughs> uh, uh, well, no, well, thank please you keep for us posted. Me. By the way, Joe. I will. Uh, we're all intrigued, and you're so welcome. I'm so glad to have you on. This is a nice. a very long time coming you're someone i've like wanted to have on the pod and i've had on a google spreadsheet for a criminal amount of time uh four years at this point um but 
uh, Joe, I know you how I know the majority of the guests uh, on this podcast through the Los Angeles uh, improv community. Yes. And um, I do remember – I remember seeing you for what I kind of think is the first time and I pretty sure I remember our first conversation and, I mean, countless significant moments in our friendship because we do go back a decent amount. But um, – I th- and, and feel free to corroborate or uh, or let me know if any of this doesn't track for no, you. No, I'm 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 I want to hear your version and then I'll give uh, my version. <laughs> and if we're lucky, Taylor's version. Um, so what I remember is I first remember seeing you when I was on the mess hall team, Busters, mm. performing at the Inner Sanctum. I th- it was something about your face was so distinct that I would see you <laughs> sitting on those couches in the Inner Sanctum, and I would just like just recognize your face. And I was like, I've been seeing that guy a little more often. Yeah, yeah. So they were seeing you around that a little more. And then the first conversation I think we ever had was either before or after, I think it was before a mock improv uh, show where we got to talking and I think you you asked where I was from and I told you Modesto and you're like, oh, that's where Scott Peterson's from. Yeah, it is. <laughs> It's where that uh, Lacey Peterson's murderer is from. <laughs> yes. Uh, this was – and I'll have you – I want you to say I'm not bringing this up to be like, Joe, you're the only person who's ever done this. You're – you're how dare you? Um, <laughs> you're on the stand now. Adri Diaz also did the exact same thing <laughs> when she found out I was from Modesto. So you're in good company. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. We're both like uh, into murders. We're just yes. Like, <laughs> we're murder murder uh, – Non-fic, non-fic murders. Oh, big time. And, and, and you know, attaching people you know from those hometowns and making that their their identifying trait. Uh, but I remember having that conversation with you. I don't know if this was the, the same show, but I remember a particularly memorable mock improv, which don't worry, the listeners are quite familiar with uh, because there's been many a mock uh, performer who's oh, uh, nice. been on the show. Awesome. Um, but... There was a mock improv show. This, And if you're new to the podcast, this is an indie show that still goes on at the clubhouse in Los Angeles Great. that Joe and I eventually would go to ho- would come to host together. Yes. Um, but before this time, we were both, I think, I don't even know if we were on the cast or if we were guesting, but we did a show where classically, it's, it's a mashup show where like, the, you know, 40 of the same performers every week get mixed up onto four teams. And what happens occasionally is that the performers don't tell the hosts that they're not going to make it or they mm-hmm. tell them last minute. So some teams have eight people and some have four. Yeah, <laughs> and or less. <laughs> yes. Oh, and then you're, we're just like scrambling, asking people if they can go yeah. earlier or later. It's a whole th- – we could we could talk about that forever. Yeah, uh, that, was, that was it. Yeah, that was I love thing. doing that show. It's nice not to have to deal with that anymore. Yes, 100%. <laughs> uh, that is something that – when it came back from the pandemic, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is great. Uh, and then immediately, like 20 minutes into it, I was like, wait, no, why am I doing this again? I forgot yes. why I'm I'm actually hosting this. Yeah. Uh, because I just, um, it was everything I just didn't miss about improv. It was totally. Like, all that stuff like came back uh, to me. Yes. But, uh yeah. All that being said is that this was one of those nights way before we were hosting. Yeah. And we got put on a team with uh, also past guests of the show, Raisa Lisea 
and Oscar Montoya, and we did a four-person set. Do you remember this? Yes, I do. I, I remember do. <laughs> being like intimidated because I didn't know you very well. Yeah. And I knew Oscar and Risa, but like I just was felt like out of my element. And I think we had a particularly great show. Yeah, it was a it was a fun. I I do remember uh that and I think Oscar like made me wear some kind of like Native American headdress and like <laughs> like like a like you had it on in the scene. Yeah, he like was like, the, "Why are you? Okay. Yeah, why are you wearing a Native American headdress at, at this Wells Fargo or something like that?" And I was like, <laughs> uh, "I forget. I honestly, I, I, I just vaguely remember that." And yes. being like, he, uh, he put you in a tough place and yeah. to see how you could get out of it. Yeah, yeah, and I think I was just like, "Oh, I went to Coachella or something like yeah. that." I was playing on one of those, but yes, I do remember that was very fun. Yes. Um, and then uh, when I took over uh, running mock, I was like, "Oh, I, I need a, I need help with this." Mm-hmm. And um, I'd known that you ran TNT so well, yeah. And we had we were friends. We were in like I think we had already done the practice group and stuff, right? I think so. Yeah. We had at this time, and I was just like, "Oh, Connor would be great to just run this with us," and. Um, yeah, because it was you, and then we got Just Fensgard. Yes, who's still yeah. doing it? She's still running it, absolutely doing machine. a great job. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I, I remember uh, being like, oh yeah, once once you like jumped in, I was like, this is great because it was mm-hmm. it was tough. It was a hard show to run, especially because I was like, I want to resurge. I want to make this like the best show uh, weekly, best weekly show yeah. there is, and I think. I got pretty close to doing, making a pretty fun weekly show. Like it oh, went yeah. from like dwindling numbers to like a packed yes. uh, show. And I was like, oh, this is what's really fun about Mock, right? Yes, uh, absolutely. Just like having, and yeah. I think to like your credit too, like you also were instrumental in really massaging the culture of just like the social aspect of that show. I I remember when I started, and this could be something that all new or greener improvisers deal with, but I felt intimidated and I didn't always feel necessarily the most welcome. Yes. And I think there's always going to be a clickiness to that show. It's inevitable. But I think you did a great job of dissuading that uh significantly which yeah. I, I feel like we heard from people yeah no we we definitely listened to well obviously people on the cast but also mm-hmm. outside of it right where people would be like oh it seems like you guys are all clicky and it was like yeah it was night it was just important to me to have people starting out in the community to be playing with like veterans of the community yeah right? totally and, and to like meet new people and um like I feel lucky that I got introduced to the people I got introduced to, right? Like I think it was just like – honestly, I think Greg Wallace was like a big intro into yeah. a lot of like people. Well, first off, Mock because he ran Mock. Mm-hmm. So he was the first one to like invite me places. But like um, – yeah, but then Mock like sort of opened my world for so many things. So it was, it was just like really important. I was like, yeah, there's lots of great – improvisers that are you know doing fun things that people don't really know and they don't really know too many people so it's just nice to bring them in 
Absolutely. Yeah. And gosh, it was so much fun. I mean, yeah. like we could, I could talk to, we could do a deep dive on mock someday. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Cause there's so much stuff to talk about it and like reminisce on. Um, just cause I do want to hear a little bit more about you in a second. I, I want to sure. say that um, you and I to, to like sort of summarize more of our history together. That show really brought us together or, you know, working with each other every week. We were in a practice group together. I don't even know if we were ever, I don't think we were ever on like an indie team together though. I don't think so. Were you we on Smoke Show? Together. Were you on Smoke Show? I was not on Smoke okay, Show. Okay, never mind then. Smoke Show had like four show has had four shows total. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> but also put Smoke I feel Show like... up at TNT though. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yes, it yeah. was. Okay, so uh, that was one of the four shows we've had. That's um, amazing. Uh, no, yeah, we've never been on a an actual team together besides the Herald team. Besides, yes, that, yeah, and that practice we, group. Dude, we you know, we, we've talked about it, but like Joe and I then got put on our first Herald team mm -hmm. together back in, you know, September of 2019. It'll only be five years ago this September, which is uh, frightening, uh, Jeez. but uh, makes us feel old. But that was awesome. It was cool that like yeah. so many of our good friends got put together um, and we're all still on Herald night. Uh, we're on different teams now. We, we And we don't see each other as often, but like yeah. uh, just a nice, rich, storied history. Yeah, like all good good pals. Truly. Yeah, good pals with everyone on that team. I love everyone so good. on that team. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I've sort of I've really belabored the improv point and like gotten into our friendship a ton. And I'm sure more of that will come up as we go. But outside of that and, you know, our friendship, what do you want to share about yourself with the listener, Joe? Uh, is there anything that you wanna promote or tell us about yourself? Um, I mean a lot of my stuff is just within the community and doing improv and teaching and yeah. whatnot. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm mainly, uh, I, I am on a new Herald team, like uh, Connor said, and it's called Lohan. We share the same night as uh, XOXO. Yes. Um, I also uh, host uh, One Big Jam every week, which is uh, UCB's uh, jam. So if you ever want to try improv, come by. It's on Sundays at 5.30. We'll get you up on the Franklin stage and support, yes. support the hell out of you. So you yeah, can do some a, fun Yeah, a stuff. great chance to like, whether you're green or just like yeah. looking to just ha have fun or do a set and shake the rust off, like a great place for that. Yeah. No, it's it's really, yeah, super fun, especially with like auditions coming up. It'll be good. Oh, I bet it'll, it'll be, be back. It'll be popping. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, I, I, I'm an actor, I'm a writer. I don't know. Gonna, you do it all. I got, I got some stuff in the works, couple, couple commercials, couple Ooh. TV shows, couple. Well, you, for, for the listener, you've, they've probably seen you in commercials and other things over the years, but that yeah. is exciting to hear that there's stuff in the works as well. Yeah. Something, some are coming out. We'll see. They said, they said maybe Super Bowl, but, Ooh. uh, we'll see. I don't know. Well, um, keep your eyes open, listener, for – and that's where in <laughs> four weeks I I go back and insert whatever it was. Um, that's well, that's so really cool, Joe. Um, truly, what it, like if you have other stuff you want to plug, whether it's yeah. social media or your shows again. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, just uh, um, check me out on social media. It's Joe Keen Fahey, J-O-E-K-E-E-N-F-A-H-E-Y. That's uh, – 
on Instagram and I have like a bunch of classes all my shows and stuff up there if you guys want to um check them out uh yeah no pressure um, hell yeah but yeah maybe like some of my photos with my wife I don't know yeah but, uh, just be like wow honey look we're getting a few more likes we're getting <laughs> some traction um I, yeah I told everyone to like your photo honey <laughs> yeah <laughs> um well, you know, I'll, I'll, anything that you and I plug today, I'll put a link in the show notes so the cool. listener can just like click and follow and follow stuff there. Awesome. Um, before we discuss your general history with video games, Joe, I would love for you to uh, tell us what you've brought on today for the main event and call me by your game. Yeah. So for call me by your game, I've brought on uh, Call of Duty Warzone. Uh did I say this right? I feel like did I do you it? You nailed right? it. Okay, cool, awesome. Yeah, I brought on Call of Duty Warzone. It's a a game that um, uh, I think lived not just in my uh, just was a big part of my life for a couple of years, but probably for a lot of people uh, uh, because I think it so. was a very popular uh, what I like to call a pandemic game, big uh, time. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and that's just kind of my sort of history with video games and yeah it's like my it's like my history with video games in general it's uh um all my all my games are pandemic games uh no i'm joking uh (laughs) but but most of my games have always been uh that i've been like played with other than the simple fact of like watching like my older brother yeah uh older brothers playing video games which i think is a lot of kids uh uh people have done um, so I'd watch, you know, my brother play, uh, my brothers play like Secret of Mana when it was like, oh, obs- whoa. Yeah, yeah, Super Nintendo. And I was like obsessed with that. And obviously like the Zelda game from Super Nintendo. And oh then my gosh. when PlayStation came around, it would be like um, Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Uh, eight, Some big you know, ones. Nine. Uh, Resident Evil. And then. Kind of like got into like playing video games myself. Like a lot of times, my video games uh, were were just regular Nintendo, and I would play like with my dad. Like we would play like Doctor Mario. Or, sure. Um, this game called Cubert. Have you ever yeah, played that? Yeah, I know Cubert. Yeah, Cubert was, was like, a fun <laughs> game. I was I really wanted to play uh, always. Like I would always die though. What, uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit would be a game that I would play. Oh my and gosh! I was, and I was so bad at it because I, I would always get killed by those gangsters. Dude, uh, I know yeah. that game. It's a tough game. Very well. It's brutal. Yeah. It's it's weird. It's it's harsh. It's hostile to the player. Yeah. Um, I loved that movie as a kid. Still, yeah. like probably a top ten personal favorite. And so I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. And like, just got the shit kicked out of me in that game. (laughs) It's so hard. It's like hard to go past any level, like uh, do anything in that game. Um, Yeah. So that was, uh, that was one that would like be kind of like my history. But then as I got older into high school, all of my games would become bonding moments with my friends. Right. It was cool. So it would never be like, oh, I, I went from like watching my my brothers play like RPGs and and whatnot like that, but uh, and and then I would like just play like Halo or uh, uh, call, the Call of Duties, right? Yes. Um, like any of any kind of 
uh, like FIFA was uh, another like game that we would just play hours upon hours. Totally. Playing. Um, I should have done that. FIFA 11, FIFA 12. Oof. Man, that well, was, yeah, so much. Well, part of the reason right. that I do this, um, you know, history with games portion for the first half of the show is because, you know, people have more to share about than just the game they bring on for True. the main event. So. True. Actually, if you don't mind, I'm going to slow us down and like I want to dive into a little bit of this, uh, yeah. which will help get us warmed up for the for Warzone later. Um, right. But where I want to start with this um, most recent thing you've shared is when you would play these like uh, bonding games, like these multiplayer shooters or FIFA, would you do that at like your house? Were you going to friends' houses? What? Yeah. Give me uh, some of the uh, context there. It's a little combination of both, right? So um, I was the first one in my friend group to get an Xbox. Oh, like uh, the original? So the original Xbox. So um, a lot of my friends would come over and play Halo, right? Because Halo is exclusive to Xbox. Dude, um, I'm playing – Jeremy Schmidt and I are playing through it together right now. Yeah. Uh, like we, in fact, I'll, we stream it on Tuesday nights. Uh, so uh, we're we're just going through that campaign in co-op. So I have a lot of nostalgia for that. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was like a revolutionary thing because I don't think any system had th- done four players. On, I don't like, split screen or I, I, think, I guess no. I guess N sixty four was like that. What am I talking about? But I mean, well, but with the point, graphics though, and everything, yeah. and just like how extensive the multiplayer was of that time Mm -hmm. uh um it was just like so beautiful and eerie and i just remember sitting in like a basement with all my friends and we're just eating junk food and drinking soda and the dream uh yeah playing this game Uh, um one thing that it that it truly did that uh modernized first person shooters on consoles at least was it was the first game to popularize uh, the way that we play shooters on controllers now, which is using the two sticks, Double one for sticks. the camera, mm-hmm. bingo. Where even on the N64 and GoldenEye, like you're not exactly doing that, and the control scheme was funky. Yes. The PC was easy because you got a mouse and yeah. that acts as your camera. But yeah, that's what Halo really did that was impactful. Well, that's one it. of the things. That's it. That's that must be it. Mm-hmm. I will say though, and I don't know if. Maybe you could touch on this. I play inverted controls. Uh, have you have any? Oh, yeah. Is that? I, I, I always forget which that is. If it's you press forward and the camera goes down or up, mm-hmm. I can't remember. Yeah. So if you press up, the camera will go down, and if you press down, it'll go up. You're a pilot. I yeah, exactly. But I'm like, <laughs> where? Which system turned my brain into playing that way? Because. Huh. Um, or like what game did that because it could have been halo because they had the option back then yeah no i obviously but i i think i found it natural to do that even before halo where i'm like huh. what what exactly um yeah what's what about my brain about that they should do like um I don't know, some kind of documentary on inverted controller players. Oh, yeah. I, I bet if we pull up YouTube, there's someone who's probably talked about that or like first-person <laughs> okay. shooters in general and how those the control schemes changed over the years. Yeah. Um, uh, thank you. And you, this is all in L.A., right? Because you grew up for the most part in L.A.? Yeah, so uh, a mix. So like uh, I, I moved here on uh, probably towards the end of my freshman year. So – 
Okay. Um, uh, so yeah, this was probably like seventh to ninth grade. And then when I moved to uh, LA, it was also just a big part of um, meeting people and just like mm. having friends, you know, just uh, was like, was video games, right? Because uh, I didn't really know too many people when I first moved here, um, obviously. And, and uh, so a lot of my friends were like made by playing video games, uh, doing the yeah. group ones. Yeah. So that's cool. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. It was like Madden or FIFA, uh, not just Halo. Yeah. It was also sports games cause I was really into sports too. Yeah. So, um, yeah. That's cool. So I have a few mm-hmm. more questions for you just about your general history. Um, which, and where I want to go with, uh, where I want to go now is that after this period, did you continue gaming even like casually after that? Um, like what, what, what was that time bef- between that sort of high school era and this era that we're in now? Like, or anything that sticks out to you? Yeah. I mean, it's still like, it still was a bonding sort of hangout that I would do with like my friends, like throughout the years. Like, um, yeah. Like every call of duty I, I remember would be like some kind of hangout session would um, and, uh, yeah, I just, the, uh, an enormous amount of pizza, like just an exorbitant <laughs> amount of pizza. Yeah. And, uh, at that time, beer, uh, and, uh, whiskey and all that stuff, especially for like, yeah, black ops and like black ops two and the yes. modern warfares and stuff like that. Um, those were all, yeah. World at war. Uh, any of the FIFAs, mm-hmm. like, yeah, it was just uh, a, a lot of, um, yeah, like, what are you doing? Let's, uh, oh, I'm over at Jesse's playing uh, World at War right now. Okay, cool. I'm going to come over. Yeah. Um, and then it would just grow into like eight people. Yeah. You know, and then you're just switching off controllers, playing zombies, trying to get to the highest level you can for the night, you know? Yes. Um, so, yeah, it was. It was always like, what are you doing? Let's, oh yeah, and, and smoking weed. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of weed smoke. Dude, if you're in, a, especially in my, if you're in a basement. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this was, <laughs> this was now like, as you're saying, like from, moved on from the basements to like, this is, you know, 20, you know, 1920 uh, to like 20, probably like six. Yes. Uh, 25 yeah. maybe. That um, sounds like that sort yeah. of era. Yeah. Um, that's great. Uh, where I kind of want to take us now to to begin to wrap this part up a little bit is that I know that um, you've done a bit of gaming since the at least the pandemic started. I know I'm sure Warzone had a lot to do with it, which we're going to get into. Since that time, have there been any other highlights for you of games that you want to uh, talk about today? Um, since Warzone? Yeah, or since I got back into gaming a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, uh, the only other game I played was probably one of the best games I think I've ever played was Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, of course. It's like, honestly, the most beautiful game. But I have this tendency to start like being like, oh, I'm going to start gaming and I'll I'll pick up a game like Red Dead Redemption 2, like a long tedious game and Mm -hmm. then i 
am very notorious for not finishing it. Like I still have not finished Red Dead Redemption 2. Yes. I, I still have not finished The Witcher 3. Oh, I forgot you played I that. I played that for a bit. Um and uh and I think what it is is like I would just like really jam on it for a long long time and then mm-hmm. I'd yeah, just be like, oh, I need to like hang out with people, right? And I would feel <laughs> very strange not being around people. And then like, yeah, obviously you don't want to invite your. I mean, maybe I should have invited you, but you probably would have liked it watching me play. But I would have been the cheerleader. Yeah, you would have been watching like, you be oh, Geralt. Yeah, good, good <laughs> job, dude. Get him. Oh, that looks like a good, good thing. Get of that ghoul. You just made. Yeah. Get that ghoul. Finish that quest. <laughs> um. Yeah, I but you, I, though, were you yeah. like binging these experiences, like playing yeah. like a ton? Yeah, that I think that'll do it. It'll fu- it'll fuck you up, uh, mm-hmm. and and like that's just my story. I'm a binger through everything. I binge everything. Uh, yes. So, but then like I'm like, oh, I'm full. Yep. Uh, oh, I'm so full, and then I need to like quit and take a break. So yeah, um, yeah, especially I'm, I'm, with yeah. Well, I was going to say with those two experiences specifically, those are huge open world games that you could spend hundreds of hours in. And so I definitely wouldn't beat yourself up over not finishing them because I think a lot of people don't. Um, (laughs) But yeah, they're just – and I've I've done that plenty of times. Like Skyrim is one of my all-time favorite games. I have never finished the main quest and I've played it like three times. I mean, I haven't played it three times, but I didn't. I I played it once, and I I think I like logged like seventy hours. And yes, then, that gives me anxiety too. Is like seeing the hours logged, and then I'm like, oh my god, I like I don't know what it is, but about my life, but uh, it'll be like, oh my god, I could have done i could have written 70 movies in that time (laughs) one an hour yeah yeah i could have written like yeah like four oscar winning films uh (laughs) instead of doing this and then i'm like that's like not true like totally yeah oh Um, this is something you know especially because so many of my guests are writers and actors and people in other creative fields this is something that comes up a lot with video games is like that like this sort of sense of guilt that can set in um and you know a lot of people i think a lot of people have similar relationships to games as you do is like you kind of binge you almost get it out of your system i was talking to chris chalakian about this actually and then you're back to you know your priorities whereas or you could be someone like me who makes it like a fraction of your personality and uh, like half of the things you do is games related. Yeah. No, that's cool though. I mean, I'd much rather have that. I wonder if that's just because you are kind of given these stipulations when you're younger of like being like, if you're like, I see it with my, my nephews right now, like my, my brother uh, has four kids and mm-hmm. the way he treats the games for them is like he's like you you can play one hour a week for yeah like on saturdays you know mm-hmm. uh and and i wonder if like having those stipulations or not having them when we're you're you're younger however like if that adds to feeling like guilty about it i don't know i, I, I just thought it was a- weird 
It was just yeah. so weird. Yeah. It's a weird I bet thing. there's a lot of psychoanalyzing we could do about yeah. that. Uh, yeah. Because I, 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 I literally would be like, let the kids play it and get really good and then make hundreds of millions of dollars <laughs> doing Fortnite. I'm like, let's fucking forget the, put the baseball down. Like, you know, look, these kids yeah. don't want to play baseball. They want to fucking shoot uh plants and zombies or whatever yeah you know, get them good get them in let's that. get on this money train with yeah nieces yeah. and nephews get uh, to uh yeah i was like should i get them uh piano lessons uh yeah. as like a gift i was like no i should get them e-sports uh, yeah <laughs> like uh e-sports sponsorship or whatever yeah um that's awesome uh well joe uh before we head to break um is there any game or like experience from your history that you haven't gotten to mention yet that you would just be bummed out if you didn't during this period? Or I know you had mentioned, you mentioned at least one game to me that you hadn't brought up quite yet. Oh, uh, I had another game. I, I played Civilization. Is yes. that the one you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's also another pandemic game. Uh, nice. But also post pandemic. I, I started playing it recently because uh, mm. I took a long uh, plane ride and um it's a, one of those binging games though yeah you know totally. and then and it and it takes so long because it's turn-based and mm -hmm. you know i'm playing i'm playing on a pretty high uh level right now which i think is i can't remember what the but i'm playing on like a but i'm like dominant i'm like crushing yeah <laughs> uh, i'm like crushing as uh as the leader of japan um and, but I'm also like doing it slowly because I'm like, oh, well, I'm dominating. I'm going to win this eventually. So like, do I really want to start, like finish it out or do I want to start a new game? And, sure. And I'm like, I don't want to start a new game. So I like, I think I'm, I'm binged out of it. I got, yeah. I got all binged out. As, it's out of your usual. system now. I, as usual. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well. You know, you know what, you, it's just your pattern and it's how you do it. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, Joe, I'm sure we could spend, could have spent a lot more time on any of these, you know, periods of your life, but thanks for sharing just your general history um, with video games. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. And then cool. when we come back, we'll discuss all things Warzone. So I'll see you on the other side. Commander Connor. And I'm Otacon. We are here to spread the news about our Mass Effect Games Club on Patreon.com slash SuperNPCRadio. Whether you're Aquarian, Solarian, or Vegetarian, you can play along with the show as we cruise through Mass Effect 1 and discuss our journey on a new podcast episode every Friday. You can listen to the entire thing by supporting us at the $5 DJ Toad tier and above at Patreon.com slash SuperNPCRadio. Call me a Paragon or Renegade if you're nasty. Hey guys, look, here comes Garrus. He's so hot. Why don't you try and romance him? Here he comes now. Hello, humans. Something smells a little funny. It's piss. I'm sorry. 
Yuck. Well, Otacon, it was worth a shot. Who could have predicted that? Check out the Mass Effect Games Club over at patreon.com slash supernpcradio. Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game. It's, of course, me, your host, still here, Connor McCabe, and I'm back with Joe Fahey. Hey, Joe. Hey, what's up? How you doing? Oh, just golden, man. I got a fresh half cup of coffee here. I couldn't be better. Um, How many cups of coffee do you drink a day? Dude, I drink so much coffee. Really? Yes. It's part it's, – it's mostly habitual. Um, I – caffeine doesn't affect me significantly. Like mm-hmm. I could – if I for some reason wanted to drink a cup of coffee and go to sleep um, – and I know for that, that's not really? the case for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. Do you, does caffeine affect you? Yeah. I I had to um, cut down to one cup because I would I'd drink a couple of cups more, a few cups a day. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> now I'm just down to one in the morning. Uh, but that's... after after like an hour and a half of being up because I want to train my body for – Getting up without the coffee, yes. First, uh, which I which I did like last year, huge. Um, which is like nice, yeah. Nice going. Um, was it like the caffeine? Was the caffeine the issue? Is is intaking too much caffeine? That's probably bad for us, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it was just really a yeah. That's probably bad. It was affecting yeah. my sleep pretty much. Like anytime oh. I anytime I would have it after like close to five o'clock, like mm-hmm. I would be up till five a.m. Um, Dang. Like, from it, yeah. Or if I have like a Coca Cola or something like that, um, I'm That's ruined. Brutal. I'm ruined. Yeah. Uh, well, to answer your question, Joe, I probably have like three to four cups of coffee throughout the day, yeah. uh, and it's mostly because I like a warm beverage. I, I like tea, but I definitely prefer coffee. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I should probably drink more tea because I think that's supposed to be better for you. Uh, well, I think it's great that we dove into the minutia of that because it's important <laughs> stuff for us to figure out. Um, Joe, uh, during the main event here, we're going to finally get into, you know, all things Call of Duty Warzone. Uh, before though, uh, we hear about your history, I'm going to do a little table setting and, uh, just share some facts about this cool. game and some context, um, with the listener. But if you want to jump in at any time, you're more than welcome to. Okay, cool. Awesome. Well, without further ado, I'll go ahead and monologue for a little bit. Call of Duty Warzone is... A free-to-play battle royale video game, or was, you know, when it was out, uh, at least the first version of it, developed by Raven Software and Infinity Ward and published by Activision. The game was released on March 10th, 2020. So, I mean, you were talking about it being a pandemic game. I think March 11th, if I'm remembering correctly, was like the day that it all became real to me. Um. I think we're probably going to talk about this a lot, but uh, Joe, we had this. Okay, you'll remember this. To bring it back to Mock Improv, this was in the middle of Mock Improv's cage match run where we had different teams going up. And I think two of our teams got to go and actually three. And the third team went up on, I think, March 11th and couldn't. And the the other team didn't show up because COVID fear started to set in. Um, Anyway. This game was released on, Mar- on March 10th, 2020, originally for PlayStation 4, Windows, and Xbox One uh, as a part of 2019's Call of Duty Modern Warfare um, and then was connected to of Call of Duty Black Ops uh, Cold War 
later that year in 2020, and then 2021's Call of Duty Vanguard, but does not require purchase of any of the aforementioned titles. It's a free-to-play multiplayer uh, Call of Duty game. Um, It allows online multiplayer combat among 150 players and features both cross-platform play and cross-platform progression between the three uh, games, depending on where you're playing it from. Um, At launch... The game featured two main game modes, Battle Royale and Plunder. Uh, mm-hmm. Warzone introduces a new in-game currency system uh, that can be used at uh, buy stations in and around the map. Uh, loadout drops are a key in-game object allowing players to access and switch between their customized classes and are obtainable through purchase with a cash currency. And players could also use this uh, to purchase items such as kill streaks and gas masks. So I think in-game abilities, but also like cosmetics, mm-hmm. if I'm tracking that correctly. Um, uh, you can buy... No, the gas masks are because there's gas closing in on you. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, kind of like how Fortnite has the... Whatever that is. I see that the like ring that closes. Yeah, that yes. ring. So, so the gas masks are to help you be in that for a little bit longer than oh, interesting. Uh, if, you're, if you're like running through it or something. Okay. I, I'm pretty sure it, it, it would not attack your health as much. Or yeah. You like could that. last yeah. a little longer out in that, yeah. that area. Yeah. Very cool. Um, uh, let's see what else. Um, oh, at launch Warzone uh, only offered trios, a squad capacity of three players, uh, solos, duos and quads were eventually added uh, to the game in some post-launch updates. Uh, and upon release, Warzone received generally favorable reviews from critics. Mm-hmm. Warzone was downloaded by 6 million people within 24 hours of its initial release. Uh, and by April 2021, the game sur- surpassed 100 million downloads. Mm. A sequel, Call of Duty Warzone 2.0, was released uh, on November 16th, 2022. A mobile version of Warzone is allegedly also in development. And in 2023, uh, in June actually... Uh, Activision announced that the servers for Warzone uh, would be shut down uh, and to, to focus to more development on Warzone 2.0. And is you might know this if you still play the game, but is Warzone 3.0 out yet? No, it's just I'm, two. My my, uh, this is what we'll talk about. Is yeah, as my Warzone kind of like ended mm-hmm. that November. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. It was like honestly just for that that first like sort of year maybe yes but even then it was just like it kind of just went away totally yeah um joe as far as like the game goes and context that's important whether you want to dive in on like a detail or a game mode or anything really is there any context that you want to continue to lay out before we get into your history with it yeah i mean i think you pretty much said it right you just said the date and it was pandemic so i think at this point this was like really just besides whoever my bubble was that i was living with at that time it was my my wife who was my girlfriend at the time and um my brother and his uh girlfriend now fiance um but uh yeah so this was like a good opportunity to to hang out with other people 
Yeah, like and, a, a yeah. social experience when yeah. you didn't have a lot of those. Exactly. And it was also a good opportunity to hang out with people that I hadn't hung out with in real life um, in a long time. Sure. So it was like they were just posting, oh, yeah, like playing Warzone. And I'd be like, what's your tag? And then yeah. we'd jump on a, a game together. Uh, but no. then it would also like be able to seem like hang out with my best friend, like Steven Sanow, who you know, yeah. um, would be like, that was my opportunity to hang out with him, right? Totally. Just by playing that. Um, but oh, yeah. I've got some questions for you already, sure. which is yeah. at the time, and I think I know the answer to this, um, what console did you have, or did you buy a console to play this? So I had an Xbox, was it One? Xbox One, yeah. Okay. Wait, what's the newest one? I have the newest it's, one. Xbox Series uh, X or S. That's the newest, the most recent one. I have that. I think it was an Xbox One then. Okay, cool. Yeah, because it was right after the 360. It was like 360 plus 360 equals one. <laughs> I don't know how that math maths, Their naming conventions for their systems is always confusing. It's very weird. It's just yeah. why, yeah, what's the point of this? Um, yeah, so uh, it was the Xbox One. I had that. Gotcha. Okay. So you already had that. Um, Was this something that like you, because you had been, you had played Call of Duties before. Um, Was this a game that like you were anticipating or was it a result kind of maybe what you're getting into of the pandemic and it popped up for you? Because honestly, I had no idea. I had sort of given up on any kind of video game. Like, because my life was hanging out with people, right? So like when you, you get older and your friends are less and less likely to, you know, sit, hang out and smoke pot and eat pizza and <laughs> play uh, a multiplayer online, um, you don't really think about it. And then uh, a pandemic hits and then everybody wants to smoke pot and eat pizza and play uh, yes. multiplayer online. Yeah, <laughs> It's like- the only thing you want to do to keep your mind off of the uh, tragedy happening yeah. outside. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so do you do you remember like like it was is it more of a general memory of like oh you must have downloaded this at some point to play yeah. with someone? Yeah. So it was my brother. My brother knew about it because his his group of friends uh, got were like, hey, you should download this. Like this mm-hmm. is what we're we're gonna do. Because because I was like, oh, should I? Cause I, I had played Fortnite a little bit with my other friend, yeah. but, but like my other friend, uh, like sold his Xbox. So I would be like, I was like, Oh, I don't really have any friends that are doing anything. Uh, but my brother started playing this and I was like, what's this? Yes. Uh, so then we started playing together. Um, and this is Matthew, right? Yeah. Matthew. Yeah. yeah. So we started playing as well. And then, um, uh, yeah, so it was just like super fun, and then we were playing with his group of friends that were made up of like other actors, and then like one guy's friends from all all his friends from like Minnesota. Uh-huh. I think there was like oh, there was also like a, a cop in there that I would always uh-huh. like talk shit to during the summer because it was also a very like, tumultuous time. Tumultuous time, yeah. and so like I would just like kind of egg him on and try and get him to quit his job uh, <laughs> doing the Lord's like, work just like bullying him uh, yeah and just and just telling people to i would send um 
knock LA, you know, knock LA. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I would send like all their voters guides to like everybody <laughs> and I'd be like, you guys, if you're, if you're voting uh, this, you know, Tuesday, like, here you go. This is a great guide yes. for what you do. And the guy would be like, um, this is very progressive uh, <laughs> to the point where like everybody was like, hey, you know, let's not talk politics or anything. Yeah. Um, which makes sense because uh, like I think with the exception of like me, the cop and then my brother and this other guy, like no one lived in L.A. So like sure. it was just like they were like. So even contextually, like, it yeah, wasn't they were relevant like, to most people. We don't people. care about like Garcetti and we don't care about uh la politics yeah um but yeah so um we did all we were all in a group chat when uh january 6th happened (laughs) (laughs) and they were like i just remember everybody being like i'm just disgusted who wants to get on and play (laughs) that's so funny i need to take uh, out some uh of my anger they were like, I just need to turn off the TV. Like, yeah. let's do something else. And then, uh, yeah, we just all like a few, like a few people. I had that that point like had just kind of stopped playing so often. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I just had you know, world was opening back up a little bit, so I was like, let me try and get uh <laughs> yeah i don't know just i was able to see yeah bit. exactly like see people in person sure. um so it was, especially uh, yeah. that time that was like right as the vaccines were starting to roll out yeah. publicly exactly early 2021 so i think yeah. you know even though it was slow and everyone was kind of getting them at different times there was more opportunity to feel a little more safe when you're going out Exactly. Yeah. And I think like just we had learned we'd had enough. We'd had like about a year of it being like, oh, yeah, if you're outside and you're, you know, five feet away, like there was times where I remember early on we would be masked up outside. Yeah. 20 feet away being like, hey, I hope you're okay. And it's just like, you know. At, at you know by that time we would have been like yeah you could be outside and you're most likely not gonna get this thing totally you're like you know inhaling someone um yeah uh someone's breath like you're 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 for the most part good um uh so yeah with more like science and everything out like we started to like yeah open it back up and just like start to do things again and get human interaction yeah uh, well, which was even- nice that whole, especially, I mean, you know, we're still learning a lot, but like, especially back then in like 2020, when it first hit, there were so many unknowns and yeah. so much that we weren't aware of, or like they didn't have data on that made it more scary and more of us take additional precautions, which is why, like, especially at the beginning during like lockdown or quarantine, yeah. that like most of us weren't going to see other people yeah yeah at all yeah Uh, which ended up like there was like two weeks i think where it was kind of a nice little excuse to slow down and to not do anything and to just relax and make food and drink and play games all the time but then that honeymoon period wore off and it was like oh this is actually really isolating and i'm yeah everyone's depressed sort of thing yeah it was a I and I also had like never really I've always been like an in-person 
kind of like hang out with sure. people, right? Um, I don't know about you because you had the podcast at the time or maybe yeah. you hadn't yet, but you had or you had just started it, right? Um, I, yeah, I had started it in November 2019. Yeah. So like I recorded maybe like 18 episodes in person yeah. and then – we would used to do it actually at Jeremy, you know, Jeremy Schmidt for everyone knows producer yeah. of the show. Yeah. We used to do it at his place. Yes. Yes. Um, I remember. And then the pandemic hit and like, I'm buying this microphone and mm-hmm. figuring like wondering like, how do I even record a podcast with somebody online? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was a, that was very strange and a weird, weird adjustment for all of that stuff yeah. specifically. Were you, you, did you you obviously didn't live with Vidya at the time? No. But did you have a roommate? What was your living situation yeah. like? Yeah, I lived with my brother and my brother's girlfriend and then we had a a third roommate, uh Sofia. Oh uh, my gosh. Grosso. Grosso yes, was also the there. legend. But, uh but she uh early on quarantined from us and so she could go be with her family. Which makes For sense, sure. you know. Mm-hmm. Um so she like did the whole 30 days or isolation. Yeah. Um, but I think too, what I realized about, about what's was so cool about Warzone was I liked um, having an activity to do with someone. Like it, it made me depressed to be on Zoom with people and just yeah. be like, hey, how's it going? Like, yeah, <laughs> let's drink these cocktails and uh, what have you been up to? Or like, it yeah. was just like all of those things. I was like, yeah, this is not fun for me, but like yes. going, being, talking to someone and like having someone there and like mm-hmm. doing a mission. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, honestly, just very uh, calming uh, during yes. that time. Uh, the other stuff made me very depressed. Um, like any doing any improv made me yeah. depressed. I immediately, I coached, I think a team. Right, uh, right when the theater shut down that like Thursday, I coached them and I was like, guys, this is uh, actually really horrible for me. Like, I just uh-huh. I feel depressed about this. So. And it is your improv that is making me feel. Depressed. <laughs> yeah, no, I did. I made sure to like tell them that it wasn't them that was making yes. me depressed. I was like, this just is, you know, it's a it's a lot. It's overwhelming at the moment. So for let sure. me see if it gets better uh, as we go on, but. It never did. It never got mm-hmm. better for me because um, it was just such a, a fun, awesome thing that I got to see all my friends with. And then to do it on Zoom, it wasn't the same. So it just like yeah. kind of threw me off. But you're um, not alone. A lot like yeah. a lot of people felt that way and it made sense. Yeah, for sure. No, absolutely. Um, but yeah, but somehow Warzone made sense. Like yeah. it just like everything else communication wise, I'd stop talking to people mm-hmm. that I wouldn't see every day and didn't yeah. need to text every day. And then like with Warzone though, I was like, yeah, let's get my group. Let's get different groups. Let's, you know, Costanza, you know, Nick Costanza. Yeah, I played boy. With him a few times. Jesse Esparza, who I was like, really? I didn't even know that they were a gamer. Yeah. Just started gaming uh, with <laughs> us. Like we were in a group. It was me, Sanow and, and, and Jesse. And one of the most fun people to play Warzone with. That's uh, very amazing. Expressive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, there's the something that comes up on the podcast a lot. It's a recurring 
like idea that I've talked about quite, I think as recently as two episodes ago with, uh, with Corinne Wells. And that is that one of the things I enjoy most about video games and just activities in general, but games can do this too, is that it sort of, it gives you that activity to do. So you can just hang out and it's harder if you're just like on a zoom, just like chatting uh, and you, it's kind of like making small talk with someone at a bar where that's not always comfortable. And then when you can chill out and have a good time, sometimes it's, it is fun, but yeah. other times it's like pulling teeth. And so I, it sounds like the war zone kind of fit that bill for you a bit. Yeah. It's like, I think just like having that agenda, right. Mm-hmm. And, and that like sort of group sort of, yeah. Task. Right? Yes, for um, sure. And and like, yeah, we could talk. We don't have to talk about anything because nothing's going on in our lives anyways, right? Bingo. Um, so we could just literally talk about the game, right? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so I think you're absolutely right. Like it's, yeah, it's it's definitely, uh, yeah, giving you that activity is, is, is great. Yeah. I also remember too, I, I don't, I forgot about, I mean, not that I forgot about this, but I went through some like really scary, besides the COVID thing, I went through like a very serious health scare where I had like a a tumor in my chest. Yes. And like Warzone like I would play Warzone with that uh, to like get my mind off of it because For sure. because it was like something that um you know obviously I couldn't not think about, right? Was, yeah. Uh, this just unknown of um what was happening in inside my body. Um, yeah, more uncertainty yeah. on top of uncertainty. Yeah, so I do owe Warzone a lot for that. Um, yeah, just to help me, give me a little reprieve from crying about my impending doom. <laughs> yeah, for uh, sure. That I for sure thought I had uh, done, but um, yeah, it was it was uh, it was there for me during that. That's cool. Well. I'm glad it could and post too. Yeah. And post. I would like I couldn't move. I remember like. I had, cause I had my chest cut open yeah, and, um, I remember like, they were like, don't, uh, they were like, it, it'll be really hard for you if you're by yourself to get back up if you lay flat. So they were like, sit up and like, oh. yeah. So that you, you are never like incapacitated. Yes. Um, uh, so I remember like, yeah, I would just like always be sitting up and that's a perfect way to play video games is. So like, uh, yes. just to be sitting up. Uh, so I'd just be like sitting up every when I'd fall asleep, when I'd like uh-huh. uh, be sitting, like obviously just always, yeah, uh, there. So like, yeah, I would still be able to play. You know, I do remember they were like, don't jerk. And one time, sometimes like when you're playing, like you're just like sort of do a jerk with your yeah. controller. So I did that a couple of times and I was like, oh, like I just like <laughs> felt like. Got hit by a bus. Yes. Uh, just, yeah, maybe popped a stitch or two. <laughs> Dang. Well, I'm so glad that it could, you know, be that for you and that way yeah. to like to relax and calm down and take your mind off of things, which I think games often can fit that role for people. Um, yeah. I would like to ask you a little bit about the game itself. Sure. Um, and maybe and if there's nothing specific, that's totally fine. The first question I have is like, do you remember like a certain mode or a type of way that you like to play this game or the way that you would have the most fun playing? Yeah, like trios was 
the OG. So we would yes. play a lot of trios and and there would be a lot because there would be a large group of us. We'd all be jumping in and out of each other's parties. Uh-huh. Uh, so we'd be switching up and um, uh, it was cool to uh, plunder was like fun mm-hmm. uh, when that came out. And then uh, I guess when yeah, Black Ops came out, Cold War, Cold War mm-hmm. came out. And like that was fine because we jumped into some like multiplayer hmm. uh, back back in uh, like by buying it and and playing some multiplayer. But yeah, I mean trios was the main thing, and then solos. Uh, I just was never good at solos. Like yeah. I always had to be with like in a duos or a trios or a quads. You're just such a um, team player, Joe. Honestly, I'm so bad at it, that, and <laughs> I never like focused on getting good at it. So mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, I'm. I'm a good so yeah I'm a good support player uh, for this but yeah got some good dubs uh, got some got a lot of dubs nice dubs I love that playing. do you like and if there's nothing specific that's fine because I am asking you to think back kind of far do you have it were there any matches that were particularly memorable or like feelings that you remember having or like anything exciting like that yeah I mean. Um, Obviously, like, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, I'm trying to think. Getting a dub is, it's like no other feeling. Yeah, because it's a huge pool of people. In yeah, because, yeah, right there's, what it was it, like 150, did you say? It yeah, was like 150 crazy. people, yeah. So it's 150 people or like 50 groups, right? Mm-hmm. And and you're all, um, and the map is huge, too. Uh, it's a very big map. Um, <laughs> uh yeah, and then you're you're like, yeah, you're playing army guy. I think this is like another thing too. Is like as a kid, I loved playing army guy. Uh, yes. So like you, this was just you like famously love uh, World War Two. I love war stuff. Yeah, I love yeah. World War Two. I love World War One. I. I love like war history and stuff. It's come. So. It came up in a lot of like openings. We would yes, yeah, so like would it, it, maybe compare. not a lot, but like enough no, to where did. I clocked it. <laughs> it. It would come in, and I would just be like, "Yeah, I love war." So like, I <laughs> I love like all that stuff. Um, uh, but yeah, so I would uh, um, I I really just like enjoyed playing that out. But yeah, nothing nothing like winning a game. The most memorable have got to be just playing with Jesse Esparza because they're um, they just Jesse is so funny on the mic, uh-huh. <laughs> like just screaming when there when we would get ambushed or something. It'd be like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> so loud, and you're just like dot. You're like laughing yeah. at Jesse's response. Um, but yeah, getting a I think a, a dub with Jesse and Steven Santa was probably my finest moment. Ah. Uh, uh. That's uh, awesome. Definitely. And and the most fun uh fun moment because of yeah, just Jesse over the mic being like, "Oh my god, y'all, we did it." <laughs> That's so funny. It's by Jesse um, Esparza. Hey, it's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Put it up against the real thing. Can't, can't tell the difference. Can't tell. Can't tell. <laughs> um, did you have like a certain type of way that you like to play the game, uh whether it was like like our strategies or anything like that? Well, first inverted controls. Oh, of course. Uh, I'll always have that, uh, which also was frustrating whenever my brother. It's frustrating for anyone who has to switch off with me. Yeah. So my brother, who was like switching off with me, had to always change it back, and that's mm-hmm. for everybody. 
Um, yeah, so inverted controls. But uh, uh, I don't know if there was like a certain way. We had our, like depending on the group I was with, like we had our spots that we would jump to. One was like the train station that we would always, like the train depot. Mm-hmm. was always our regular spot um depending on like with jesse and steven where we were like more just sort of like we'll hang out on the outskirts and then wait till oh, the sure. end uh that one would be like let's jump uh you know into the woods like essentially yeah. like into desertion uh yeah let's just jump like or the dam uh the dam was like one area we would jump uh a lot um to like just hide from people mm-hmm. and sort of like um get a dub with like you know two kills as opposed to like getting a dub with like nine or eleven you know yeah nine or ten kills dude you know, so. the most success i have ever had playing like a battle royale game is when i have like mostly stayed on the outskirts yeah. and moved in when i had to yeah and yeah, that's because I'm not that good. <laughs> yeah, I so like it just depends on the group I was with. So if yeah. it was like, uh, you know, that group of you know people I didn't really know, like I would, yeah. we would just be in the mix. Like we would, yes. we'd start, we'd jump in the middle, and we'd like work our mm-hmm. way out right into the yeah. into the shit of it. But like, yeah, there was definitely a group where I would be like, it was just hide in the outskirts <laughs> yeah uh um, of the stuff yeah that's cool um i i have a couple more questions with sure. you before or for you before we wrap uh this portion of the podcast up the first of which which this is something i i meant to do uh at the beginning of this part part but can you joe take me back to your the room and the setup of where you were when you were playing this game yeah. and do a little scene painting for me. Yeah. Yeah, so um I rearranged my living room so many times uh during, during the pandemic. Yeah, cuz I was like this isn't good. This is the best way to use space. So <laughs> this is uh, going to change my yeah. life. So I'll I'll give you with the 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 latest uh, oh sure. Way we did it uh, before we moved out of there, but um, yeah, it was it was TV on a nightstand, Xbox hidden mm-hmm. within the the console, uh, our our couch with also uh, our sofa with a um, uh, little like love seat, uh, yes, sort of off to the side, uh, uh, facing the TV. Um, when you walk in, you would see the back of the couch. So it was like mm-hmm. a little closed off area uh, that we sort of separated from uh, the other part of the living room. The other half of the living room was like like nice things. Like we decorated it nice because at this time my brother's girlfriend was living with us. So she like yeah. was like, I'm going to make this nice. And, yeah. <laughs> and we let her do it uh, nice. for sure. Um so yeah, it was uh it was basically that was like my setup. Uh and then depending on so there was a few like COVID diagnosis, not on my part, but on the people I was living with. Oh, for sure. So um uh the other thing was uh just like bringing the Xbox into my room uh <laughs> and playing it there. Um yeah. to like uh yeah, to sort of yeah, that was pretty much it. Uh, That's cool. Thank you. Were, yeah. were you guys? Because were you in the same area that you're in now? 
Yeah, I'm I, uh, a little bit down the street. Okay, from, cool. From where I was, I'm probably like f- my Matt. You've you've been to Matt's place? Yes. He was that that was uh, that's over by like kind of where we lived. Okay, gotcha. Uh, right, yeah, that was like further down the street. Uh, I actually yeah. can't believe it didn't come up earlier because I meant to bring it up. It, which is that one time I bought a Nintendo 3DS off of your brother. Yeah. In I think it was 2021, and I still it's. It's right. I can see it from where I'm sitting. It's a yeah. nice console, and I think Jeremy bought one from you. From me, yeah, yeah. Yes. We both had these uh, things that we never used. Yeah, like our brother got them for us. The DSs. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know how to use. It. Honestly, I just was like, I do not need to like. I, this is just too much to figure out how to play it and uh, do it. So, um, I think. Well, well, they found good homes. Yeah, because you were asking for them, right? I think we were both looking, or you had been like, hey, do you know anyone who would want these? And I was like, yeah, yeah I know two people. One of them is me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, I did all of my, I was, anytime I have a question about video games, I think I text you. Hey, I'm, I'm really happy to be that person, yeah. truly. <laughs> like, yeah. happy to, like, put you in the right direction or be like, oh, this is what you should ask for it. Um Lastly, Joe, you've talked a little bit about how your period with Warzone came to an end. Mm. Um, uh, do you remember anything from that period, or like, was it was it just when the new one was coming out? I can't remember exactly what you shared with me. Yeah, I mean, the new one came out, and then it all just becomes overwhelming, right? Yeah. Especially with like battle royale or like multiplayer, is is that you sort of if you're not dedicated to it and playing it every single day like you just sort of don't become good at it right and then you're like getting killed instantly and it's just like a lot of it's just like a little frustrating um and i just get to that point so it's just at that point it's like i don't have the time to do it um i i want to like spend you know time doing other things so yeah i just sort of like moved on uh from that also like i think i just uh, that was also just like a weird time because the election happened and like oh, yeah. I think I remember the last time I played was probably Jan. I think January sixth <laughs> was the last time I played. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I'm pretty sure kinda... it was like that group just hit me up and was like, "Oh, I'm sick to my stomach. Let's play Warzone." Yeah. Um, but I honestly the the Call of Duty like as much as I love them, they're like any military game is. Um, a propaganda for our country to mm-hmm. continue to fund uh, wars and killing of innocent uh, people in other countries. Yeah. So um, I think like a part of that sort of maybe a little radicalization happened for on sure. that part during that yeah. year, for sure. I think for, for a lot of people too. Totally. That's, yeah. I mean, just, between full transparency is like for me that's i think why if i play a shooter i like something that's more of like a space shooter or that's just less realistic yeah um less like militarized i say that and i love the halo series and they're very much like a military sure sure but just in a more of a fictional setting yeah they're still like killing bugs or aliens and stuff like yeah um so I, i feel you there well joe uh before we head to our post-show segments, um, would you do me a favor and just wrap up and put a bow on what place Warzone held for you? 
Yeah, Warzone was my um was my cheers during the pandemic. <laughs> that was it. Awesome. Wow. That is uh gorgeous and just we wrapped it up in a nice little bow. Um well Joe, thank you for bringing on uh Warzone uh and just telling me about your experience with it. Um that was really fun to just hear a little bit about a time where we were still in contact and good friends, but like you were saying, you don't keep that good of contact with everybody. So it was nice to learn a little bit more about that period for you. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Um, before we go though, I do have some fun post show segments prepared for you, Joe. Awesome. Um, you know, these all being based on you bringing uh, Warzone on the podcast today. Uh, the first of which is the Fact Me by Your Game segment. And that's just where I'm going to share a fun fact about this video game with you. Okay. So I've titled this. This is this comes from an, our, an article from uh, the website Ars Technica. Uh, and I've titled this fact, I guess we're releasing this. So <laughs> Warzone, as we've already said, was released on March 10th, 2020 following a series of glitches and leaks in the preceding month. Uh, it, this Ars Technica, I think the he- article headline is like the worst kept secret in gaming was that people knew this free-to-play Call of Duty multiplayer game was coming out and uh, Activision or, or sorry, who, Infinity Ward, whoever's releasing it, <laughs> just couldn't keep a lid on. So stuff <laughs> kept leaking. So I guess... um. The existence of the game had been leaked a month prior by a post on Reddit, and a software glitch that same month briefly allowed players to view an early version of the launch map, uh, Verdansk, um, mm-hmm. if you're familiar. Um, and Verdansk. Then t- Verdansk. Verdansk. Uh, I mean, it's probably Verdansk, but either Verdansk. Way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, two days before the game came out, YouTube content creator... Chaos published an 11 minute video featuring pre-release gameplay of the title and the video was removed and on March 9th the next day Warzone's publisher Activision officially announced the game would really be released the next day so they were like all right cats out of the bag we're just getting this thing out there <laughs> but pretty strange uh, that's got to be strange as a company who's like because video game companies in general try to roll things out in such a specific way mm-hmm. and create a buzz and excitement so I'm sure that was frustrating for them. Yeah, um, I mean, I hear they're a bad company, though, right? Are they, like you know more than I do, but most of those yeah. companies are bad. I I I only know it from being a in SAG and knowing yes. it from the union side of it things, um, how bad they are and shady they are. But you probably know yeah it, yeah more than well Activision Blizzard specifically. Uh, their now former CEO, Bobby Kotick, uh, was known for – had the worst reputation you could have in gaming, both from a like uh, like a- enabling a lot of like really toxic behavior in the mm. studio and abusive behavior um, and also like being really r- like awful to employees and oh, cool. and, and just countless, countless things. Um, uh, so yeah, not, not great. But anyway – <laughs> That's it for the Fact Me By Your Game segment. I'll lead us into the final one, the game recommendations. Now, Joe, this is my one forced tie-in to the movie Call Me By Your Game, of which this show basically shares a name with. I said Call Me By Your Game, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. It's Call Me By Your Name. I do that half the time. Um, <laughs> where I'm going to treat Warzone like your passionate summer love from Italy that you have such a memorable time with, but it's not going to work out, and you're going to break up. So – 
In order to help you get over that heartbreak, I'm going to provide three potential new flings for you uh, that all have something in common with Warzone. Uh, to, so maybe one of these will be a match, help you get over Ooh. this heartbreak. So the first of which um, is if you want to play uh, another free-to-play shooter but with a space twist, Ooh. I would offer to you, Joe, a game you can play on your Xbox, Halo Infinite. Have you played the multiplayer for Halo Infinite? I haven't played Halo since probably like Halo 2 or 3. Oh, Since gotcha. The first Xbox, yeah. Yes. Do you have well do you have Game Pass? I don't. I I I now uh my my gaming consists of uh Rocket League. So Oh really? Yeah. I that Every was a recommendation a for Chris last week was Rocket League. Uh, Rocket League is amazing. I love yes. Rocket League. Um so Halo Infinite is out there if you want a free to play cool. shooter, but you yeah. want it to be in space and which uh, from our conversation earlier sounds like you'd be open to that um if uh you want another team shooter that got like call of duty warzone got killed so that its sequel could live uh i'll recommend another game from uh activision called overwatch 2 which uh i know there's some diehard fans out there but a lot of people also were pretty upset about this game yeah i've heard the uh stirrings about this game the issues uh, yeah yeah so uh not that i would know any of them but yes yeah, I've, heard, I've heard i think too this is this is sort of a bonus but more specifically since you like the battle royale mode uh i don't know if you've played apex legends but that's the only battle royale i've really played that's what i heard uh, another yeah. game offered to me as well yeah um which uh i don't know if you know this but heather woodward writes for apex legends oh really yeah whoa yeah, she uh, she she works over there at Respawn. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I love Heather. Um, dude, she's the best. A re- yeah. really early guest of this show. Um, lastly, Joe, your final recommendation is if you've had a change of heart and instead of forcing people into the afterlife by killing them in Call of Duty, you'd like to usher their souls into the afterlife in a very polite and uh, – and just meaningful way, I'll recommend a game to you called Spiritfarer. Now, this is a game where you you play as a character who basically helps usher people's souls who have died to the afterlife to help them accept death and that sort of thing. So if you're looking for sort of a dark subject that ends up being uh, pretty heartfelt, <laughs> then this might be the game for you. Okay. Is it is it a, a multiplayer I'm pretty sure it's just a single player okay, game, all right. uh, and uh, and it's I think depressing but cathartic. Uh, anyway, you know what? I'll play it. I'll play it, and then I'll stop playing it midway through after eighty hours. <laughs> hey, that's what I'm talking about. Um, to wrap up your recommendations today, we have Halo Infinite, Overwatch Two, and Spiritfarer. That'll do it for the recommendations, Thanks and that so will actually much. bring us. Oh, you bet. Um, and that'll bring us to the end of the show. So, you know, before we go out and plug whatever we want, Joe, thanks again for taking the time to do this with me. This is fun to have an excuse to just, like, hang out and chat. Dude, I miss you. Every time I see you, I'm, like, so happy. Dude, right know. back at you. I, like, I was, saw your show the other night, and I was so happy seeing you. You're so funny. Oh, thanks, pal. Um, yeah, you're, you're just a good dude. You're just a good, good, good uh. guy. Hey, well, I got my clip that I can clip from this just so everyone knows that I'm a good dude and funny good guy. (laughs) So thank you for – you knew your assignment. Uh, 
that means a lot coming from one of like the funniest performers. So I appreciate it, Joe. Um, uh, but on your way out today, um, if you want to replug anything or let people know what you're up to, um, feel free. Yeah. I mean, just uh, hit me up on the, that social. I think, uh, Connor will probably, uh, tag it and then, uh, you could, it'll direct you to my website if you want to see the shows I'm doing, the classes I'm teaching, the, uh, photos I'm posting, Ooh. the videos I'm shooting. Uh, yeah, all, all that stuff will be there. Um, I'm trying to, uh, you could watch me on my journey of getting the healthiest I've ever gotten in my entire wow. life this year. 2024. Yeah. I'm going to start, uh, doing that i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna start the healthiest but also like building good habits look at us uh, yeah that's maturity so, right there yeah so I, I think it's just like um uh yeah less uh trying to like beat my body up and sort of preserve it a little bit you know love it well yeah. joe uh i'll go ahead and put you know links to your stuff in the show notes um cool. and i'll go ahead and close this out with some plugs of my own great the Cover art for Call Me By Your Game is done by Glenn J. You can find him and his other great work on Instagram at Glenn with two N's dot J-A-Y. The show is produced, edited, and the original music that you hear at the top is done by Jeremy Schmidt. If you want to give him uh, a thank you for all the work he does for my podcast, then you can go and listen to his show, Video Games, a Comedy Show, wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you. Um, you, you can follow me on uh, social media at Connor underscore McCabe on Twitter and Instagram at Connor McCabe on Blue Sky at twitch.tv slash cons is cool 69 where I stream not only almost every episode of this podcast, but myself playing video games, uh, which currently I'm playing uh, Halo 1 with Jeremy Schmidt and then uh, Legend of Zelda Minish Cap um, whenever I get to it. Uh, and you can, of course... Hop in the Discord that we have for Super NPC Radio. There's a link in the show notes to that if you want to have, you know, fun conversation with a bunch of lovely people. Uh, and lastly, if you like me and the conversations I have with people about video games, you got to check us out at patreon.com slash super NPC radio. That's uh, probably the best way that you can support the show if you want bonus content. There's a ton of tiers uh, ranging, you know, starting at $1. Um, that all have bonus content that come with that. So um, if you're interested in, in supporting us and getting more shows, uh, find a tier that's right for you. There's a bunch of stuff there on that link in the show notes. But Sign, up. Sign, Sign up. Sign up. Sign up. Sign up. else? <laughs> that's, all, that's all I'll say it every time. Um, but that'll do it for this episode of Call Me By Your Game. We will see you on the next one. Bye.